What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Potter Podcast, where you will find knowledge, resources, and information on everything real estate related. We are happy to have you join us today. And without further ado, let's jump into our topic and discussion for today. Hey, guys, welcome back to the podcast. And we have got a good one for you today. The question that I have been getting asked a lot, especially as it pertains to right now in our current situation, is should I wait? to sell or should I sell now? So if you're thinking of selling your house or putting it on the market anytime between now and the next year, this podcast and this episode is going to be for you. Hey guys, what's up? I'm so happy to be here with you guys today and to answer this question because I think it's a question that's been going around um, for quite a while, actually, not just in the COVID season or things like that, but also um, just in the last couple of years, because I think people are always thinking to themselves, when is the best time to list my house or to sell it? And so I want to discuss um, not only this question with you, but I also want to discuss um, some things, maybe some top three things to think about um, that could potentially be signs of now is a good time for you to sell. Um, and then three signs that maybe now is a, a better time to wait and sell later. So Without further ado, let's dive into this um, and let's get going because there's a lot of stuff to cover here. Um, And the first thing that I want to address before I even get into um, now or wait is um, if if you are someone that's in the position to sell um, and financially um, your job is secure and things like that, and uh, you're going to say yes to some of these things that I'm going to address, I would say I don't know why you're waiting um, because I'm going to go through a list of five things right now um, to address the, the question, why are you waiting to sell? Question mark. Um, and here's some of the things that I want to discuss with you. Um, so number one, um, I think demand is still high um, and the inventory is low. And so it's a seller's market. So what I mean by that is the demand is high, which means there's a lot of buyers out there, um, and the inventory is low. So what does that mean? Well, it's creating um, this this situation for sellers um, to basically have all the leverage. And what I'm going to get into that a little bit later, but um, the demand is high. So that means that there's more buyers out there in the market right now than there actually are houses on the market. So let me rephrase that and let me say that again. The demand is high, which means there's more buyers out there than there are actually houses on the market. And the inventory is low, which means the houses on the market are not enough to meet the demand of the buyers out there. So what does that do for a seller? Well, in a lot of cases, depending on what price range you're in, um, especially here in Omaha, um, those price ranges can differ. But in a lot of cases, um, it's going to create a multiple offer situation. And so um, if your house is list ready and it's show ready and it's ready to go and move in, um, there's a good chance that there could be a multiple offer situation on your house, depending on the price range that you are in um, and the neighborhood and all sorts of things like that. There are other things to think about. But if you have those things going for you, there's a higher chance that you might be able to create a multiple offer situation. Um, and that moves me into my second point is it's a seller's market. So which means you're going to get multiple offers. Um, so if that is you and you're thinking about, well, should I wait or should I um, should I sell now? Like, well, now, uh, nationally, even it's telling us that you should sell now. Like if you're ready, I don't know why you're waiting and I'll get into these next three points. And that should probably answer your question of why am I waiting? Um, number three, 
don't believe the myth that waiting will benefit you in the long run, right? There's no guarantee that by waiting, uh, it's going to benefit you because we all know, as with COVID-19, things could shift and turn in a day, right? But luckily and thankfully for, for us, at least here in Omaha, um, is uh, it hasn't really affected our market too much where we're actually still seeing um, houses selling and we're staying steady and we're actually above where we were last year at this time um, in pendings. And so what that means is um, things are still staying steady despite the, the COVID-19 uh, virus and the pandemic that's going on right now, um, but it allows uh, sellers to still take advantage of the current market if they are in a position and want to still sell. Um, now, by waiting, what could be some some benefits and some, some pros and some cons to that? Well, um, some pros, obviously, if the market stays where it's going and the demand stays there, then um, that's obviously um, a pro for you. And uh, that could potentially mean that you're going to get multiple offers at that time. But the con is we don't know what the future holds. We don't know the long-term effects of COVID-19. So if you wait longer, um, that could potentially mean that you took the risk of waiting and uh, maybe putting your house on the market later when you think it's a better time. And then eventually it turns out that it's not the better time and you could have got more for your house by listing sooner. Um, so again, you just want to kind of think about and talk to your realtor or an expert there as far as when they think the best time should sell. I always tell people when I get asked the question, hey, is now the best time to sell or now is the best time to buy? I say, it's always a good time to sell and it's always a good time to buy if you're in that position to do so, right? Like there's right now, even um, there's just so many things as I move down this list of, I just don't know why you wouldn't buy or why you wouldn't sell at this time because all the things are lining up. Um, so number four, as we move into, uh, you have the leverage right now. I've talked about this and it's like, when I look at sellers, I'm like, what more do you want? Like you have all the leverage in the world right now um, with all those things that I just listed prior um, to number four is the demand is high. So there's a ton of buyers out there, right? So the chances of your house is sitting on the market for a long period of time probably isn't going to happen if it's moving ready and it's priced right. And um, you know, you've made the updates that you need to make. Like there's a good chance that the house is going to sell pretty quickly. The inventory is low, which again, supports that. Um, it's still the seller's market. So again, good chance that you're going to get multiple offers there. And if the timing is right for you, um, there's a good chance that you're going to have all that leverage. And what I mean by that is you're going to have the leverage in the negotiation because if you get into a multiple offer situation, you have all the leverage in the world because you also can play with that leverage a little bit and say, well, um, if you don't want to do these things that we're asking or you don't want to do this, we have four or five other people over here that are willing to waive that contingency or are willing to do those things. So we can just move on to them and see if they want the house, right? So there's a lot of things that play into effect here as you think about that. So that's one thing to think about um, as, you're, as you're going through that process. And then number five, if you're going to go buy another house, uh, whether you're downsizing or you're upsizing, you know, or because you've outgrown the house, interest rates are still at all time lows. So again, all the things are lining up where I'm like, 
I don't even know why some people are pondering this question um, because if you're in the position to do it, I would say now's the time to do it. Um, so again, you just want to stay on top of things, do your research, talk to your realtor, find out what the market's doing, find out what's happening. Um, and again, I'll reiterate this because um, this has been the struggle um, and the challenge I think for a lot of people during this time is you see a lot of things on the news and you hear a lot of things um, that's happening nationally but you don't necessarily hear about the things that are happening locally because what's happening on the coast is completely different than what's happening here in the Midwest and in Omaha, Nebraska. So I tell people like, Hey, that's great that you think that this is happening or the perception is that the market has slowed down, but it really hasn't slowed down. Here's what our numbers have been. Here's where we're predicting to be by the end of this month or the number of amount of pendings that we have right now, what we've been seeing on our listings that have been priced in this this range, what we've been working with uh, with our buyers in this certain price range and how many offers we were dealing with. You know, That's the type of stuff that you need to know and that you need to lean into um, as far as uh, your agent is concerned but also taking advantage of those low interest rates. Because again, we all know that these interest rates aren't going to stay here forever. Um, but we do know that as we continue to move forward, like those interest rates can only go up now. Like I, I highly, it's highly unlikely in my opinion um, that you're going to see anything go under 3%. And right now we're kind of sitting around like three and a quarter, three and a half, somewhere in there. Like Now's the time to take advantage of it. I don't know if you're like me, you know, but I'm 36 years old. When I look at my parents' generation, they were buying houses that were at 14, 15, 16, 17, some even 18% interest rates. So when I see a three and a half, I'm thinking that's pretty good. Even when I'm seeing a four or four and a half, I'm thinking to myself, man, that's a lot better than 18%. Um, so again, I want you to think about some of those things and taking advantage of those things as you're moving forward. Um, so now I want to move into um, why should I move and what are some things that might indicate that it's time for me to move or why should I wait? So let's focus on um, things to think about that may indicate that it's time to sell for you, right? So one thing that may indicate this is you've outgrown the house, right? You've got a growing family. Um, it's the first house that you grew, that you bought together as a couple maybe, or the first house that you bought. And maybe you're like, okay, now's the time that I probably need uh, to move up and move into a bigger house because we're starting to have more kids. Our family's growing. We're running out of space, especially during this quarantine time. I think a lot of people have ran into this issue um, where I think a lot of people have realized that man, there's a lot less space than what I thought I had in my house. And some of you may be thinking, uh, maybe now's the time to move into something bigger or to go find something. So God forbid if something like this happens again, where we're quarantined inside our homes for a long period of time, we have a couple more rooms to go into to get away from everything that's going on or to work, right? Because a lot of people are working from home. Um, so that's one indication. Maybe you've outgrown the house. Um, number two, maybe you're in a financial position to move up. Maybe you got a promotion. Maybe um, you've been stocking away money and saving some money and some extra money for a down payment. Um, maybe you've got extra equity into the house. Um, maybe there's some extra money that came in from um, a gift from your parents or grandparents or somebody um, that's going to allow you to go out there and put a bigger down payment down or something uh, moving forward with that. So again, you might be in a financial position where, hey, maybe this makes sense to move up. Um, we've outgrown the space. We've got the financial security. Uh, maybe now's the time to do it. Um, and so that would be maybe another sign that it is time. 
Um, you might be someone that's on the complete opposite end where you might say, man, it's time to maybe downsize. Like all of our kids have left. Uh, they've gone off to college. They've gotten married, all those things. Nobody's going to be staying with us anymore. It's We're empty nesters. Uh, now maybe it's time to downsize. Or maybe you did buy um, a bigger house and you've realized that, you know what, during this quarantine time and during these other things, um, it doesn't necessarily mean that we've needed this extra space. We could actually um, simplify our lives and chuck some money towards maybe some extra debt or uh, maybe some other investments or things like that where you're like, yeah, we could probably forego this home, buy a smaller one, and then maybe go invest in something else um, to make ends meet there or um, just to maybe pay off some things. So um, those are three indications that I think you can think about that might indicate that maybe now it's it's time to sell. Um, let me go into three things that maybe you might want to wait, right? Um, so what that means is the first thing I wrote down was slow market, right? Like that could affect the price that could affect days on the market. Um, that could affect a lot of things. And so if the market's slow where you're at, um, maybe it is time to wait. Let's wait it out. Let's see if the housing market and the inventory and the buyers and everything else start to pick up a little bit um, and then maybe get in on that mix, right? Um, so that's something to think about. As I can speak into as far as like Omaha is concerned, we're not seeing that at all. Like we're not seeing a slow market. We're actually seeing a pretty steady, fast market still even in the midst of COVID and uh, this quarantine. So um, I really can't say that that would actually fit into um, this current situation or whatever. So that might not necessarily um, affect or, or I guess support um, waiting because the market hasn't um, slowed down. So I would want to get in the mix while things are still steady and things like that and where I know that I could sell my house pretty quickly. Um, number two, you haven't built enough equity into your house yet. Um, that's something to think about. So if you're just fresh in the game where maybe you bought your house like two or three years ago, four years, you haven't really established or built enough equity into that house. So, you know, if you go to sell it, there's really not going to be much there for you to gain and return to put down on the next house. Um, so that's something to think about. You know, I can't make that call for you. Um, obviously if you're in the position where like, well, four years ago, we didn't have three kids and now we have three kids. I mean, that's kind of forcing you to basically make that um, decision as far as, well, we've out the, outgrown the house. So what do we prefer? Do we prefer to bunk the kids up and uh, live this out a little bit longer? Or do we want to, uh, do we have the opportunity to uh, maybe uh, move up and uh, potentially go make a purchase of a bigger house? You know, those are going to be the questions that you have to think about. Um, but then the third thing is um, could benefit from keeping property as a rental, right? So another thing to think about, especially if this was your first house that you purchased, um, could I potentially use this property, right? Uh, I've paid down, I've lived in this house, you know, 5, 10, 15 years where I've paid down the house a little bit and I've got some equity into it but I don't necessarily want to sell it. I could rent this out to someone where somebody else could then be making that mortgage payment for me. And there's some cash flow opportunity there as well. On top of that, then maybe I could use my property as a rental and as a ho uh, as a, a hold um, where now I've got some additional cash flow coming in and now it's been an, a, another investment property for me. Um, again, I think you have to look at your financial situation and say, okay, do we need to sell this house to go purchase the next house 
or could we use this house and rent it out? And because of our current financial situation, we've been blessed and we're in a position to move up without having to sell this house. Now we can use it as a rental property or an investment property um, and we can go from there, right? So I think those are all the types of questions or things that you need to think about. You know, I've given you the three things to think about if you're um, maybe some signs that might indicate that it's time to move. Um, obviously the last three that I just went over of maybe some signs that might be indicating maybe to wait it out, um, and see what's going on. But at the end of the day, here's the thing. Um, it's got to come down to you and what you're at peace about, right? I want, I, I always tell my people like, Hey, I never want to force a decision or I never want to make you, um, get into a position where you feel strapped and that you can't go out or that if something were to break at the, at the new house or whatever, you wouldn't be able to pay for it. I definitely wouldn't want you to go into more debt having to do that. Um, so again, you know, I think it's just looking at your finances and your budget and figuring out is now the best time for us to sell is now the best time for us to go buy to as well. Do we have enough money stored away or set aside, um, or enough equity that would allow us to go do that and then has still have some money in savings if something were to go wrong. Those are the types of things that I want you to look at and think about um, as you're going through this process. And then obviously as the market changes and the industry changes and things like that, like those are things that you obviously want to talk over with your realtor and find out, okay, what are you going to do to help market and advertise our property and get into all those sorts of things. But again, I wanted to just address um, some of these questions and these things that have been uh, asked to me um, over the last couple of weeks and uh, specifically as it relates to um, selling or listing their house. So with that being said, guys, I hope this has been beneficial for you. I know it's been kind of short and sweet, um, but sometimes I like to do that, keep them short and sweet, and uh, they need to stay simple, right? Stay simple and keep it simple is what they say. Um, so I tried to do that for you. I would love to get your feedback and hear what you guys think. If there's anything that I'm missing out on or you have more questions about, hit me up on social media. I'm more than happy to engage with you and uh, answer those questions for you. So again, thanks again, guys, for listening. Uh, I look forward to touching base with you again on the next episode. Have a great one. As always, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Potter Podcast. To learn more about how you can connect with me, check out my website, potterpodcast.com. And there you can connect with me on my social media platforms. Until next time, stay hungry, work hard, dream big, and always stay humble. Talk to you soon.